welcome to the Pillage Cast. Thank you for joining us once again on this uh, 7-Eleven day, even though it, it'll be posted later. But uh, yeah, it's free Slurpee day, so if you can somehow <laughs> figure out, go back in time and get a free Slurpee two days ago. My name is Josh, I'm going to be your host today, and uh, I have... The awesome Pillage Cast team here and ready to go. Gates is on his mic. Downloaders. No, that is what they are. <laughs> I'm excited. Sorry. <laughs> I, what? I can't get pumped? No. Wait, <laughs> I welcome it. Phil is here. What's up? Uh-huh. No, Sad I'm Phil. Too. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and we have a special guest. We have a guest that was on our show before, but not on our proper show because we didn't have power. Mr. Ryan Graff is here. Hello. Thank you for being here. Last time we had dinner with you. Now we're going to do a show with you. So Thanks for having me. Pretty exciting. Thank you. Hey, guys. Um, I just want to ask you something real quick. How are we all doing? Now, after you guys know what the big event was this weekend, um, Prince William and Kate are now gone. They have left L.A. I to go knew back there was to a there. void in my life. Yeah, they've gone back. <laughs> and uh, my question for you guys right now is who gives a shit about these people? Someone does. Some, uh, Why? No, they, they help you realize what your role in society is. <laughs> what is that? A peon. No, I'm yeah, no, no, so you're... much better than these people. Oh, really? Then, so much. Then I why... wasn't born into anything. No, I don't and know. And so everything that I achieve is 100%. From me, and nothing that they can hey, ever man. do will hey, ever ha- be no. something they can say. They yes, have, I did on my own. They have such a hard life. <laughs> no, do you know how many paparazzi follow them around and take their pictures? That hard. does get pretty miserable after a while, from what I've heard. Right, right. Still, right. Well, from speaking from experience, boy, yeah, that'll teach them that to be bad. born. <laughs> yes, right, right. It, no, you know, uh, Conan Conan O'Brien once said something about how. The Brits treat their monarchy, uh, their monarchy like we treat our actors. You know, just everybody's got to have royalty, right? Yeah, yeah I, I guess so. I mean, yeah. we do have we have way more than they do. That's true. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I I was just being facetious when I said all those things. Like, I really want to stomp. Like, what is what is a palace? I don't know. I Buckingham. Mean, yeah, Buckingham <laughs> Palace. Wimbledon, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Wimbledon too. Those, no, no, those I, Brits. I, I don't. I, I don't. I feel bad for them because they're. They're they're inbred. Yes, well, <laughs> their lineage not, not and stock, is, you know, is, is not... because they're they're nothings. Like they are nothings because nothing that they can do can ever supersede their bloodline, and that's too bad. Mm. And there's nothing wow. about them that is wow. unique other than their blood. I never thought about that. You like no, I don't know that or something. <laughs> no, there was that time when uh, what was the other prince's name? Harry. You know, he like went to Iraq. I guess it was might have been Afghanistan, yeah, but I think it was Iraq. Did. And you know, his name apparently in his squad was Bullet Magnet, and like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, apparently, as soon as word got out that he got there, like every single you know Al Qaeda and jihadist side out, just put this big picture with a bullseye over nice, him, you know. Actually, so for, for all the other soldiers, they're like, "All right, guys, they're gonna be shooting at him. Yeah. Let's just make sure that he's in a place where bullets are hard to get to. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take that. You know, we'll flank him. That's not a yeah. bad idea. Yeah, he's like their tank, you know. Yeah, we should just be putting royals up in. In military, and yeah. So you know, there's that. But all uh, right. Well, anyways, <laughs> no, no, no. I, it's a it's a hot button issue. No, yeah. yeah I don't, no, I, it's not. I, I do not didn't care. Know they were here, yeah, so. I don't. Did any of you guys live around here when uh, Princess Di got killed in that car crash? And if so, did you see that skywriting somebody put up where, like, it, with a little heart around it, this this big big letters in the sky for all to see that spelled out "die." 
Wow. <laughs> like D-I or D-I? D-I. He left off the E, but yeah. <laughs> that changes the context. Yeah. <laughs> that whole day, you look up, die. You know, it was, you know I, I was young at that time, and I was living down in San Diego, and I don't know, we all kind of cared. And now I look back at it, and I'm like, it's, it's tragic and sad, but people die in tar- car crashes every single day, and none of them get any clamor or attention. You know, my, my grandmother, when Natalie Wood fell off a boat and drowned, uh, was inconsolable for weeks. <laughs> well, she was in Rebel Without a Cause. So that's my I guess about so. Her. Well, uh, you know what uh, Prince William's favorite uh, segment is? What's that? Internet Recon. Yeah. All right. This actually comes from the CBS website. Um, and I bring it up because grumble, grumble. well, one you know we talk about pillaging and you know burning what we don't take and, right. and you know we pillage a lot of things off the internet. We sure. pillage food. Um, one of the parts of pillaging that we don't really discuss is addressed in this article. Okay, um, scientists announced that the discovery of a new gonorrhea strain in Japan <laughs> raising concern <laughs> among health officials worldwide. The new strain, dubbed H041, is resistant to the only kinds of antibiotics that treat the common sexually transmitted disease. So basically, when you pillage, you kind of have to leave progeny. You have to, you know, populate the land that you leave behind. But now there's like super drug resistant. So don't go to Japan. Gonorrhea or pillage safely. Right, right, yeah, right. Thank you. Right, it's a public uh, service know, announcement. Ter- I that's the things I never want to hear that we're finding new. You know, like we found a new right. super strain of gonorrhea. The Japanese radioactive. We're calling it super gonorrhea. Right. Japanese it, super it is, gonorrhea. Yeah, it is way way better. <laughs> right. as gonorrhea than regular gonorrhea, <laughs> and by better we mean way worse. Right. So. Keep an eye out for that, pillagers. I, I know how. I know you're all promiscuous. How, how do you how do you keep an eye out for that? Are there? <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of gonorrhea that makes like a third eye grow. So now you know. No, I don't. I don't know. The, honestly, the reason why I bring it up last week after the show, your wife Rachel, who's been on a, a guest on our yes. show. I was talking about my weekend and how I had fun, and she told me to watch out for STDs. <laughs> it she, is a, it's like, a just, valid thing to watch out for. Right, no. You I, go hiking yeah. out in the, in the woods, I'll tell you to watch out for snakes. Right. You go, you go traipsing around right. Hussieville. I know. I'm guessing that's where you went, it was right? an It was an apt conversation, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like... I have been on the lookout now. And, and, and now there's a super strain of Yeah, that. no, it's only side hugs for me from here on out. <laughs> Good. All right. So, um, also, okay. So the other big, you know, you I when you said the big event over the weekend, and you talked about Will and Kate, I was kind right. of shocked. The real big event. I mean, human history type stuff. Mm-hmm. Last space shuttle went up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we talked about this on a previous episode. And one of the cool things that we do is we do have the ability to revisit some of these sure. topics where you know sometimes our opinions change. Sometimes yeah. I refute or myself. New, new stuff comes out. Right. And- changes the story so the last space shuttle just launched and right now they they are docked with the international space station for the soon, last time last yeah. time they're only spending like a week in in space so here's a couple confessions one i'm not a space nerd at all like i don't i like i, I don't really I, it's not that i don't care it's that i don't know a whole lot like here's my question how are they going to get the people down from the space station if we're never shooting a rocket back up there? 
the other oh, ones? They're the going to hitch a ride with the Russians. Yeah, the, okay. the Russian, okay. the Russians still have a space program, and we don't really. Isn't which that sad? I mean, there's so many angles that this bothers me on. Yeah. One mm-hmm. of which being the space race has now just been resurrected. Like we had won it. We were like, "Fuck you." We were on the moon, or Stanley Kubrick right. thought we, you know, right. made us think we were on the moon. Either way, we win. <laughs> right. Now it's just like. We, Hey guys, can we bum a ride to the space station? We it, it, it's like if we built it, a treehouse. International, yeah. So you guys have right. to let us in. Right. We built a treehouse with the Russians together, but yeah. they're the only ones that have a ladder now. Yeah. So effectively, they own the space right, station. So that, yeah, that, so that even, uh, yeah, that's even worse when I was thinking about it because I'm like, well, and that's just that's the the geopolitics of it. I'm right. not talking about. But then, like, isn't private industry now like raring to go into? You know, they've been saying that for a long time now. I mean, they were talking about that back when I was in college 10 years ago, Yeah, you know. And apparently there has been some progress, and, you know, there's apparently been some backstage shenanigans that have slowed down some of the projects that have been attempted. We think now that, you know, the government doesn't have a stake in it. A lot of people say that when the government isn't there, the private sector will step in and fill the void. And this time, I really hope they think that, uh, you know, I hope they're right. Yeah. You know? Do you think that uh, sending Joey Fatone to space might have had anything to do with this whole thing? <laughs> I thought it was Lance Bass. Oh, maybe so. Yeah. One of those sink people or yeah. street people. I thought it was cool when Richard Garriott went. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is Lord yeah. British goes up there. Yeah. Everything's cool. Just keeping things down. That that's one thing I'd love to see in our lifetime is commercial space flight that you know regular people can afford because I mean who well, wouldn't love to go up there just I mean, to go like just to sure. go up and then and no then but come back it's because uh, yeah. there's nowhere to go well, why do you not yet in the Empire State Building <laughs> I think that's sort of dumb too <laughs> sometimes so, no but that's what I'm asking it would be the equivalent like, yeah, like hey we have a we glass are. bottom and you'll go up and you'll see it <laughs> and finally to put those flat Earth Society people to rest right? well yeah right. there's that but finally well, uh, you know that they weightless. really are they're still I found forums oh yeah mm-hmm. not just for Earth trolling Society. fun dot org also like, inner Earth have you heard the inner Earth people? they're straight up yeah, but see, I don't know that. In in some weird way, there's a little more credibility to that in that <laughs> who has gone into the middle of the earth. Yeah, well, that's true. But we have pictures, <laughs> and they refuse to believe any pictures that there's a round earth, that the earth is a globe, is a sphere. You'll you'll find on the internet, and this is I think is one of the the byproducts of mass communication, global you know two way communication. Is no matter how crazy you are, someone out there will agree with you. <laughs> I you hope know, to cash in on that. Yeah, <laughs> like that's, that's our business model. Yeah. I <laughs> but I mean, if you really want to see how detached from reality humanity can be, I don't recommend this to anyone. But you can, if you want to, Google the phrase "Digimon are real." Yeah, I read that. Uh huh. Those people are convinced. Oh yeah. And they use compelling string theory arguments (laughs) that it's like well yeah dude string theory could be used i guess like that but i think you're missing the picture if you're trying to get your digimon to come to be to be real you know if if you're when you really want something to be real it's a few short quasi logical steps like digimon is isn't digimon like yeah like shitty rock lords gobots version of pokemon i remember the rock lords those guys are cool like it's it's a knockoff and 
even Pokemon people are like, look, guys, <laughs> we all love small creatures capturing them and making them fight, but it's just a game and, and a card game. You know, no, you mean, can't have a monopoly on that dynamic. <laughs> it's just interesting to see how how many short steps there are between, you know, I wish this were real to this is real. And if you can't see it, you're a bad person. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> So what's NASA going to do now? Does NASA still exist? NASA still exists. Um, they can still do, you know, I mean, just because we don't have manned space, you know, exploration doesn't mean we don't still have space exploration. They're mostly into designing probes now oh. and things we can, you know, yeah. send to Mars more easily. Stuff. Yeah. We're going to land yeah. that right. stuff. And but yeah. then uh, 500 million of their budget is now on the chopping block and well, they're going to yeah, lose a new space cause, telescope. Because the government's like, so you're not making those big shuttles no more? <laughs> the big space planes? So yeah. it means you don't need the money. Right. Yeah. Right. No, well, I mean, but I like in no, the original really show. To shoot that stuff. Up. My contention was either like Earth has or America has fallen because if we don't get back into space, like we're never going to with the way the budget is right now. But what I think maybe is that they actually do have space planes already right now that are making low Earth orbits. So they they're do. like, hey, you know, we don't need a, a shuttle. Right. Maybe. Maybe there's a. We need to come up with a better way to do this that isn't... Or no, they're doing it so actively right now, but in a covert way where no. it's just like, we aren't really concerned about finding the replacement for the shuttle because we already have it and we're using it. What does NASA stand for? National Aeronautics and Space, Space Academy. It's not Academy. Uh, I don't know what the last name is. Agency. Agency. Thank you. Agency. You got to do something with space, NASA, yeah. or you don't get to... No, exist. I'm saying they're, they. I'm saying United States military owns okay. space right now. All right. Good. Like that's the Air Force and NASA the, are, are the like rods best from buddies God right thing. now. Huh? The rods from God. That's like my I favorite. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite weapon ever. They got, <laughs> I mean, the movie Pure Gene, or Sheer, no. Real Genius? Real Ge- thank you. Thank you. Right, please. That's like my third best right. movie. Yeah, Real Genius in the 80s, 90s had me prepared. Like, if, if they could fictionally come up with that plausible premise back yeah, then, but it's so already happening. The, the, it's the totally already going the on. The problem with. I love Real Genius because Real Genius has some of the best one-liners in any movie. Oh, and I yeah. will still t- tell people, like, it's when they say, do you run, I will say only when only chased. Only when chased. <laughs> it's but Val Kilmer's best movie. It is. But there is a huge problem with that movie and all 80s movies that ever dealt, like, that to try to translate them nowadays. Is it the montage we scene? Look, no, we don't. <laughs> no. The Tears for Fears montage scene at the end is great. Right. It will always be great. Thank you. It is the idea that like kids come together, super brains, they make a laser. Right. Like, great. They make a laser, and immediately once the laser works, it gets confiscated, and the government takes it, and the military gets hold of it, and they're all upset because they say, we made this laser. It has unlimited range limited firing time it's a weapon we've made a weapon oh no like that does not exist anymore because if you try to make that movie today they're going to be like hey we're going to take in your laser we're going to use them to fight terrorists and they're going to go yeah yeah <laughs> wants a weapon to fight like nobody looks at the military today the way we did in the 80s well in the 80s were we were still coming down from vietnam yeah they were right. the ubiquitous bad guys like yeah. if the military wants our project all they're going to do is fight wars with it. And nowadays, it's like, the military wants our project. They're going to fight the war. With it. <laughs> That's great. Like, they can roast those guys right, right. in their caves. Right. Like, we'll make five more. Right. Like, real genius doesn't work anymore. And no, those you're, kids. You're totally right. You know, it's like. 
You're, no, that consciousness is gone. Yeah, we're, we're, it, we're way into it, war. No, that consciousness dies with us, basically. Right, right. Because like, we there, were the kids. There's, and, little, there's little flickers of it yeah. out there, but I mean... But not when Call of Duty sells so many... Like, every kid wants to shoot terrorists. Oh, yeah. And I, the I was, thing about terrorists is that they could be any nationality. Right. <laughs> you just tell Well, no, I, uh, Luke Skywalker, he was a damn terrorist if you wanted yeah, to... Yeah, like, he was. Like all there those. were a million people on the Death Star. <laughs> it, it all comes down to whether you win or lose, you know. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it really does. No, yeah. George Washington was a terrorist to the British. Well, yeah, then, then again, there's there, there's terrorism. There's there's terrorism. I mean, there's there's methods to resistance fighting that people find acceptable, and then there's you know blowing up the hospital to make a point, and people frown on that. And right, I, I think right. that's okay to, to draw that line. There were millions of people on the season. Death Star, but it was also the Death Star. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah, but there were, there were innocent families there that had nothing right. to do with The contractor argument. Yeah. There, was, there, was, there were bars and schools and all they, those things all wiped out. They were out. mostly clones anyways, if we're being... <laughs> uh, that doesn't exist. All right. I, that's why I qualified with if we're being. We're if we're being. We <laughs> will never be being. All right. Okay. I'm just, <laughs> so I'm just saying. No. Yeah. So, okay. Back to the original. Do you guys actually believe that people landed on the moon? Like, we of do. Course. We, of course. Really? Yeah. 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 We totally have the special effects to have pulled that off no. in the 60s. No. Here's wow. the thing. At one, not only has, like, all of those all of those arguments for it saying this stuff has all been but have you seen by have you seen people. when you slow the footage down and then play it backwards and yes because I, I look they say Paul if is Penn dead. and Teller can do a bullshit episode and make those people look so stupid because it's like really right really well here's you know, the guy was saying the rock has a prop C on it and he's like yeah it's because it was a movie prop because movie prop guys always label their props and then the, they go to a movie prop guy and they're like I've never heard of one person ever labeling a prop for a <laughs> yeah, movie yeah but that's just yeah. a straw man argument I mean yeah. no. here's the thing here's the thing if if we faked the moon landing which you know I, I wouldn't believe for a second but if we did why would NASA go on to fake Apollo 13 you know, why would they deliberately engineer a mission after having landed on the moon that made them all look like incompetent <laughs> jackasses to make a Tom Hanks movie. Besides that, <laughs> it's really important, right. you know, to to distract the American public. See, again, get them like get them in your heart's grasp. And I then... understand what you're saying, but you have too much faith in those people. I think that I I'll never attribute to malice what could be easily attributed to incompetence. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. So uh, honestly, this, this government, I think that the, if they wanted to try to fake the moon landing they would muck it up so badly like they may have years before and realize we can't do this and it's cost too much money it would be cheaper to actually just go and the other thing <laughs> that's great. The, the the other thing about that is it would be impossible to keep let, let me start that sentence over it takes a lot of people to rig up even a facsimile of the moon landing today it would take like 30 people no have you ever tried to get 30 people to keep a huge secret yeah yeah. And, th- and now we're talking about like, but I mean, the government has you're truth disparaging Mister Buzz Aldrin. No, no, no. Have okay. you seen? Right. No, no. Okay. Here's, the- I'm just being a troll here. No, I'm sorry. I-, <laughs> like, I, I don't, I don't but- really think that. But have you guys seen the video of the guy that is like fervent? Like, yeah. went up to Neil Armstrong, called him a liar. Yeah. 
and then uh, gets punched in the face by an 80-year-old astronaut. That here. was Buzz Aldrin, but yeah, that yeah, was awesome. That was, thank <laughs> you. I, I get corrected Buzz on my name. Buzz was in Transformers. Yes. He was yeah. in the new Transformers. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Right. Yeah, that was probably the best part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Buzz Aldrin's awesome. And then he I, turned I, into a Transformer, and he rolled around. It was... Wait, what? No. Uh, okay, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's Michael Bay. I believe that he put that in the movie, but... <laughs> No, I mean, um, I just, I just, I asked the question. I think it's no. 90% likely that we actually win. I've never quite understood why we didn't, like, we have, we have a powerful enough, like, satellites and, te- and, and telescopes and stuff. Like, can we just film, like, put, right. put one of those on the flag that's up there and, we, like, yeah. bring those people over and say, look, it's right there. Like, how do we put that there? I've looked into that. Uh, from what I understand, the flag is just too small for that. Oh. Yeah, even with uh, the telescopes we have, we, we just couldn't show it at a high enough resolution to uh, to show it. Unfortunately, I, I, I like the idea. But, yeah, we yeah. need better telescopes. Look, <laughs> we're not too far away from probably Rich, Richard Branson flying us up there on virgin space, and then they can just drop those people off and say, it's right there. Also, <laughs> you're not coming back. <laughs> Why don't we just start outsourcing all the people we don't like to the moon? <laughs> Cool. Nice. Or what net, What they're talking about now is the first mission to Mars is going to be a one-way trip. Oh, and really? all these scientists are fully, like, volunteering. Hmm. Like, they're just saying, like, guys, you know, they, they kind of... get you back. Well, they kind of we floated, the, floated the idea with some of, the, like, the NASA engineers and some of the older astronauts and some of the scientists, like, hmm. hey, we're doing the math here, and getting you guys back is going to be rough. Would yeah. any of you guys be interested in just... Going, going, <laughs> and yeah. so everyone's just like, "I'm there." Like, let's do this. Like, that's how I they want to the go Doctor out. Who episode with that though, and it did not end well for everyone. On All right, that. Part let's of the- get a soundbite of what you just said, <laughs> and we can play it during every single conversation <laughs> or every single podcast. <laughs> we'll just turn Josh into a soundboard with Doctor Who tidbits of. I saw the Doctor Who's. No, there was episode. one where it was yeah, and how Mars many mission. how many other things? Yeah, all right. I'm just saying, there's going to be other Doctor Who episodes <laughs> that apply to other shit. A lot of space just, stuff. Yeah. All right, Time. okay. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I cut you off. Oh no 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 no. Um, <laughs> it's almost as diverse as the Family Ties connection. I'd have to say. Maybe. <laughs> maybe not. I don't know. You did. You've gone into some a lot of different sections with that family tie there, stuff. There are some crazy stuff. Uh, <laughs> sorry, it's no, it's okay. I was, I mean, like, I wanted to have a conversation about like the height of human technology of going to space and how we may not get back due to budget issues. But if it all comes back to Doctor Who and family ties, <laughs> here we are. You want to talk about? You are on the issues. wrong show, sir. Right, right. Sorry. <laughs> when Stephen takes over the PBS station, the budget issues that he faced were. Almost as crazy. You as know what? I, situation. I hated the parents on that show because they were freaking hippies, and they totally like presented themselves as like, "Oh, we're ex hippies," but no, they were still they, hippies. Yeah, you're never. That's kind of the premise, though. I know precisely. And, yeah. yeah, no, it, exactly. And you know, we don't find out that that guy murdered Tremors until like way afterwards, right? Yeah, that's not till like season seven, I think. Yeah. yeah. So you know, he's not a badass. Murdered. Yeah. Tremors. Yeah. I just don't. I don't know. Whatever. You just don't <laughs> understand tremors. They're worms that are underground. And they Kevin pop Bacon up. was yeah. in it. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. I so. saw Tremors three once. Happened to catch one too. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> they got like five or six of those. Yeah. No, oh yeah. No, no doubt. Tremors six. No one has ever said I've seen Tremors three twice. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Tremors three again. Yeah. Tremors I three. Tremors I saw Tremors, Tremors three once. once. Yeah. <laughs> 
I have, however, that, seen like, most of the Leprechaun movies multiple times. Yeah, but that's some good stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it really bad that the dwarf people weird me out? Like, honestly, like, I go into panic attacks. Really? Like, they, I don't, they make me nervous. Let's see if we can't find some dwarves well, at Comic-Con. <laughs> oh, that would be worst case scenario, guys. <laughs> Like I, I, and I'm not I'm saying gonna, like I'm, I'm not throw, trying to be mean or funny. Like I feel way. bad about myself yeah, when there. it's I'm like throw money their way to just run up and like grab you by the legs. But here's <laughs> the thing: when I get around like Shaq or Yao Ming, I get the same way. But uh, you're tall. But, but I'm I'm used yeah, to being I'm used to being the tallest person in the room probably 98 percent of my days. And when I come up against someone that is like seven foot one or whatever, it just shakes me. It's like if. 90% of the rooms that you went into were a certain way, and then you go into one, and it's entirely upside down. You'd be like, what? 90% I'm a- of the rooms I walk into, I'm of average height. And that's... Wow. I'm used to that. I, I'm going to need to process that, man. I, <laughs> don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to understand save it. Save the bandwidth. No, what would that feel like? Save it. Don't. That's, that's crazy. That's you awesome. You never understand. My mind is being slow blown right now. So, um, space shuttles... Right. No mm-hmm. more. Right. Nah. But we still have regular air, air trains. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got planes still flying around. But uh, I got some stories here um, that I'm just gonna subtitle this recon as, "Dude, flying is insane." Right. You're in a tube, 600 miles an hour. Not only that, but um, here are just some of the things that all have to deal with flying these mm-hmm. last couple. Eh, probably this last week. Um, Things that you don't want to deal with on an airplane. Go. Crying babies. Crying babies. Awful, because there's nowhere to go. I don't think there's anything worse. Phil. Uh, Losing cabin pressure? I prefer (laughs) I would rather... That would be a cool story. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you go unconscious? I mean, then it's like, everything's nice. Sleepy time. Like and it, that, and there. the next meal you eat afterwards, that's Th- going to be the best thing you Things you don't want to deal with on Cr- an airplane. Crying six-year-olds. Okay. Crying babies you can excuse. Six-year-olds. Okay. <laughs> C- kicking right. your seat and everything. Right yeah. There. I got something way worse. Scorpions. Scorpions. Scorpions on a plane? Yeah. Like, how about <laughs> not having to be on an airplane and deal with scorpions? An Alaska Airlines uh, plane... Dude was stung by a scorpion. Are these ice scorpions? <laughs> what? I didn't know that. They have little planes that they fly up on, and then they attach to the bottom of the plane, and they get in. No, that nobody quite realized knows how a he, dude that guy was. No, that guy was a scorpion smuggler, and one of his own turned against him. This is a red eye from Seattle to Anchorage. Guy wakes, uh, falls asleep, and then wakes up w- with what he assumes is a bug on his arm. You know, you get the creepy crawlies, and you're like, something's crawling on me. And uh, he went and reached and grabbed it, and realized it was a full-on scorpion <laughs> that it had stung him. So, yeah, that's not something that I want to deal with on a plane. Uh, you, you're, like, up in the air, and you're kind of sealed off. Like, you, you kind of don't expect, like, you know, fauna. Mm-hmm. You know, like, <laughs> like like there's oh there's a squirrel over there and like that. no that's where the terrorists are going next Ants. if they can't get if they can't get metal objects through or any type of like weapon device yeah we're gonna let a whole just mound of ants like a like a whole bunch of snakes like one of those neon dart frogs and they just like touch you yeah. with it 
You don't even that doesn't even need to bite you. He just needs to rub up. Right, against that's you. what I'm saying. That's I can a, just imagine some terrorist running up and down the aisle poking people with a frog. <laughs> that's yeah. That's where we're going. It was a striped bark scorpion. Is the guy okay? Yeah, I yeah. mean it's. I don't. There. I don't even know how many scorpions are really that. You know, there's nothing really. I think quite maybe those emperor scorpions, those big ones, but generally big. The bigger kind of the insect, the less even po- like a tarantula is not nearly as poisonous as like a black widow. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And it's you know the size disparity is crazy, but you look at a tarantula and you're like, yeah, you want to be bit by that. You don't want to be bit by like a brown recluse. Oh yeah, tiny. brown recluses. Oof. You know, bad news. So yeah, I don't want to deal with scorpions. Um, but you know when you're trying to fl- land or or take off. There's sometimes things you don't want to deal with either. And one of those things that can shut down the plane, you know, weather. We hear about that all the time. Bad weather, can't leave. But then there are other times where it's something that, like, hey, I could go out and solve this problem right now. Really bad B.O.? No. (laughs) Because that wouldn't stop the plane from taking it. It would be really bad B.O. Like, it's melting through. No, no. um, uh, JFK runway was totally shut down. Oh, I heard about this. Turtle sex drive. What? There was like a, it was the mating habits of all these turtles to go out on the freeway or on the, the, the <laughs> no, 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 takeoff no. and they all just start having sex. No. Whoa. Okay. They were off course. Like they, there's a turtle migration, a, right. a herd of turtles, if you will. They're going to their mating grounds and they went off course and off course. JFK happened. is like right by. It's wetlands. on the water. Yeah. yeah. It's on the water. So planes are taking off over the, like kind of the wetlands, like he's saying. And these turtles thought that it was their, like, native beach mating ground, but instead, <laughs> it was the runway at JFK. Right. So all these... 150 yeah, turtles. Tra- Sex-obsessed Transatlantic flights, like, just everything is shut down because a wave of hundreds of turtles <laughs> all show up on on the, the, the tarmac, tarmac, all at the yeah, same time. Right there, so looking for love. Tur- Have you guys seen Leonard Part 6? This is, like, the exact plot of that movie. What? Leonard Part Six. Okay, was built I, I, I've only seen the what? part at the end where the guy eats the hot dog and his head explodes. Why would you ever watch that? Because it's one of the best movies of all time. You know that he, this is insane. I, like, somebody correct me if there's ever been like in the modern movie era in the last couple of years if somebody has done this. He went on like shows immediately when that sh- movie was in theater. Bill Cosby said, "Don't go see this." That was brilliant marketing. <laughs> No, he hated it. Well, that's what he wanted you to believe, yeah, so it, that you wouldn't want to see it. It didn't work because nobody went and saw that movie. <laughs> to have a movie where like the star is like, "Yeah, I do, please don't waste your money on my movie." Like, like Pluto Nash, he didn't even do that. Uh, that was legend Murphy, has it Eddie that uh, didn't even go out and say stay away from. Me. Legend has it that the uh, one of the test screenings of Geely ended with the director and the producer outside the theater in a fist fight. <laughs> That sounds about right. I mean, I would expect in every showing of that movie to always end in a fist fight between A and B, like whoever it would be. But yeah, no, don't for you even invoking Leonard Part Six. Jeez. I actually own it on DVD. Next thing you're gonna oh my, next I, thing you're I gonna do upgrade it, you for my own VHS Theodore copy. Rex. No, that's terrible. Come on. <laughs> How can you say that's terrible? That has a dinosaur in it. Yeah, with Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, I, I think that, somebody just picked words out of a hat to come up with that movie. Yeah. It's like, okay, Whoopi Goldberg plus dinosaur. Okay, uh, fighting like, crime. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, so turtles, uh, turtle orgy on the tarmac. 
we don't want to deal with. Scorpions, don't want to deal with. Um, last story about flying. Drunk guy peeing in the uh, middle of the aisle. Oh, man. Dude, that... <laughs> <laughs> no, that guy's just asking now, to get drunk guy tased. Just t- just whips it out and pees right then and there. Because sometimes when you have to go, you can't walk the five feet to the you know bathroom behind you. But uh, the real shame of it, they they move him. They're like, all mm. right, we got, he's drunk and clearly you know whatever. Person who's sitting next to the puddle of urine doesn't get a seat upgrade or change. They have to sit through the entire flight. Serious? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. And see, that's an 11 hour flight from New Zealand to Singapore. You had to sit by pee for 11 yeah. hours. <laughs> <laughs> I hear the sound of running water, and then I hear a guy going, No, no, no. What the hell is wrong with you? And there's this guy pissing in the aisle, waving back and forth. <laughs> Where do they put him then? Like, do they have a holding tank? Oh man, the the man's aim wasn't exactly on target as his urine sprayed onto the leg of one fellow passenger oh. and the scarf of another. Oh. Gates, what do you do? I I'm you just trying to calculate, on? right? No, I mean like I no. What? That guy's getting tackled as though he were a terrorist. Now what's <laughs> yeah, that's what's interesting is that this is from New Zealand to Singapore. They were saying like is this was a US, US plane? Like they would have had like an Air Force escort. Oh yeah, and you know, because, I and mean, the guy who, who knows? That's maybe a diversionary tactic for some <laughs> shit they're trying or to pull. He sure. swallowed chemicals that oh, need to mix with the chemical yeah. he placed on the bottom, and he just has to pee on it, and it explodes. Uh, yeah. Terrorists, it's very you possible. Owe me a quarter, if you end up using that idea. <laughs> yeah, um, no, there's the ureic acid could somehow like react. Yeah, with something. something ammonia. Like, yeah, yeah. That, I know a guy who almost died that way, supposedly. See. <laughs> <laughs> Me, <laughs> wow. I know a guy that almost died trying to blow a plane up. Right, I know several people. people. No, no, this guy was just cleaning a bathroom. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> but yeah, so once again, so, attacked yeah, he, by the federal government. Uh, right. So flying is insane. It is. That's, insane. that's oh my, yeah. That's yeah. my subtitle. subtitle. I was just, yeah, yeah. So. Wow. And that has been Internet Recon. Thank you, Gates. Yay. Uh, so. How's you guys' weekends? Went by in a flash. Good weekend, yeah. Good. Good camping. I have a theory that weekend time is it just goes by so much faster than weekday time. Like it does. There's some it kind of like up for some. It's reason. like a bend in the space time continuum that like. <laughs> Phil, you went camping. Yeah, you can tell by the lack of shaving. Um, I can't at but, all. Well, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little less unkempt. Okay. I mean, more unkempt. I'm less yeah. kempt. Yeah, you're less kempt. <laughs> I'm less kempt than okay. normal. Where'd you go camping? I had a wild. Okay. It's really cool. What do you do when you go camping? I um, Like, not you, like, in general. Oh, normal people? Yeah. What, <laughs> what, what is camping? Sleep in a tent. Oh, yeah, you hate camping, you weirdo. John, we went camping with a bunch of junior high kids, and like, for our, our, our church group, and Josh slept in the car. Yeah. All right. It's car. true. Okay, no, no, no. It's I don't very, know if wait. you know this, but my the seats in my car were padded, and the ground is not. <laughs> It, it's it's good for you to return to how your ancestors survived. Do my thousands ancestors of years? were digital constructs? Okay, all right. So I'm just trying to get back. I can, into I the can hear that. Do you think the now, Vikings slept in the car? You said no. They slept on sweet like beds that they would probably erect, or they slept in the boat. 
Which is my which technically is what I was doing. All the rest of the guys are like camping out in their huts, and Josh was like, "I'm sleeping on the boat." <laughs> Somebody's got to watch the boat. You asked him, "What do normal people do while camping?" And yeah. my instinct was to blurt out, "Shoot guns and eat mushrooms." But I would really like to hear what his like what do, what do normal people because that's what normal people where I come from do when camping. What do normal people where you come from do camping? Well, I, I guess well, what do you do when where you go I come from? Well, see, I um, I avoid the public restroom at all costs. Mm-hmm. Okay, I I can go for several days holding my uh, number two. Well, you're in the you're in nature's <laughs> and that, toilet. And that, well, I'm in the. Um, I'm at, like, that was on the pro list. Is that yeah, what? Yeah, that, that's like the recreation. So I, I go to a place yeah, where that was the best thing. I'm that was like his to go to the bathroom. That was his lead off. Uh-huh, <laughs> we don't uh-huh. bring food, so I'm able to hold right, my hunger. Right. Yep. So as far that's the best. I get thing. the shower tokens, and I time out with two different tokens so that I can get every shower within two tokens. <laughs> you lather. You use well, how lap. long does it? T- okay. Well, it depends. So. This is camping where they have showers. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. there's backpacking where you're like totally like right. I'm totally in wilderness, which I've also done many times. You okay. can just take a horse bath with baby wipes and you're good. I don't understand why you would bathe. Period. You're well, you're, if you're sleeping out- in the tent with other people. Like, I don't know who also haven't bathed. Well, yeah, yeah but my wife feels, did bathe. Yeah, oh, okay, then. We're trying to have it both ways. <laughs> like we want to live luxury, but we're also living like. I don't know. To me, like if you have that weird bug to go out there, like go out and live off the land for a couple days and ab- abandon all. Well, okay, and, but and that, that's there's one way. Yeah, so there's not many places you, you to do that. do that. Usually, yeah, right. campgrounds are kind of like it's like the swap meet. You know, right. it, it's yeah, like you're a, seeing other people out there. Yeah, I'll bet those public restrooms are terrible though. Mm-hmm. It's awful. I mean, because nobody cleans those. Well, they like, do. They hose them down in the evening. That's about <sighs> it. That makes it. They worse. Have a little drain in the middle of the floor. Yeah. Now there's <laughs> just sludge everywhere. So okay. So you went camping, <laughs> and Gates. so far the activities have all centered around the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. So well, we had a campfire and all that other stuff, but that's okay. That's s'mores. Lead off with s'mores. Not number, <laughs> number twosies. You want to know about my particular experience? <laughs> oh, okay. All right. If that's like, if that's this is the part yeah, I like. If, if that's what you're fixated on, right. then right. We off. started a fire. All right. We cooked so food and Gates. Blah, blah, blah. How, how did you start? Uh, see, once again, I don't know. It was like literally I left work on Friday you afternoon. You have a bad weekend. And then I blinked my eyes and I was back on Monday. Okay. I don't know. I don't remember it that much. Ryan, do you have a good weekend? Uh, yeah. I uh, played all day and worked all night, basically. Um, oh, I just yeah. got this new this new laptop. Uh, it's the first Ooh. new computer I bought in like seven years. And so I... You are, you are pushing it to its limits, correct? <laughs> I'm catching up on a lot of old PC games. I got Civ <laughs> Four off of Steam. I got The Witcher off of Good Old Games. Um, good Old Games came with this other point-and-click graphic adventure from 1993 called yeah. uh, Beneath the Steel Sky, which I really enjoyed. Played through that on Sunday. And then uh, during the night, I took care of all the writing assignments I should have gotten done, you know, during the day, which uh, gotcha. included... Uh, See, the second draft of uh, Biography I'd been hired to write, I went and edited that, or about 100 pages worth of that, so I was up to like four that night doing, you know, taking care of stuff last minute, but it got done, and then uh, Sunday night, I worked on the second draft of this uh, screenplay that I'd uh, sold to an, eh, just, uh, just an indie producer for a, you know, small chunk of change, but, you know, fun project to work with them on, so uh, I went through, edited the second draft of that, got that done, and uh, tonight I'm going to bed early. Nice. <laughs> Whenever we have I, Ryan on the show, I feel so radically unproductive. No, no, no. Like, I'm so, like, well, I, I like that you're, I like you're, you worked hard over the weekend so that now on your Monday night, it's like, ah, I'm going to kick it back. Take it easy. <laughs> well, there's still some to do, but not, yeah. not as much. Those were the two big you things. You got the so. big stuff done. Well, yeah. 
Let me tell you what I did. Yeah, uh, sure. On Friday, I drove up to Santa Clara, San Jose area. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I went to California Extreme, which Extreme. is the kind of, I think it's got to be the biggest. I can't imagine that there would be anybody else doing anything <laughs> this crazy. Um, classic arcade and pinball show. Nice. So they rent out or they take out the whole ballroom at the Hyatt Regency. And this is basically just collectors of old arcade cabinets and old pinball machines who own their machines and never have them out and say, you know, one time a year we should get together, put these things all out, and let everybody play them on free play and, and check them out. That's cool. And uh, it was a lot of fun. It was very cool. Mm. It was a huge nostalgia kind of shot in the arm. But then it was also, uh, I had heard somebody talking over something about, you know, oh, this, the you know, it's sort of, you're sort of experiencing a dying art form and i told them that they were completely wrong it's a dead art form like the arcade is gone yeah unfortunately like you find machines every now and then you know in you know some bar or something but like there aren't arcades really anymore and even japan i get like where arcades were huge way longer than they were here it's still kind of like sort of dying off even there. And I think that's it. Like when it dies off in Japan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we were talking about uh, here. You have two options, really. You either have Dave and Buster's or Nickel Nickel. And both are at like wide ranges of the spectrum. Right. Mm-hmm. And even and Dave and Buster's like it is the same. It's all shooting games. You know, it's all light gun games, uh, some driving games, and you know, and then just a bunch of ticket redemption. Yeah, well, the two left over though. There's Redondo Beach. There's like a really, really awesome one down on the pier. It's like a giant like warehouse full of old games. Like, yeah, yeah, but obviously. it'll it'll won't be there for much nope. longer. Yeah, I mean, the the only way any arcade these days can stay attractive to people is to give them something they can't get at home, and that's why you see all the big cabinet games, like you know, the Time Crisis games with right. their giant cabinets and the you know the two big pedals you step on, or right. the you know all the eight player racing games where eight players all sit down or there was this or the one super trivia the super trivia yeah, is another yeah. one uh there was this one i only saw in one place it was uh i can't even remember the name of the place now but it was in ontario mills might still be there and there was this like two story screen just huge and tall oh, yeah. and you sat in this chair that you could move up and down this two story rig and just shoot at anything on this giant screen you know i game mean that, works. that's right it, it is game works yeah it's like that game that Angelina, Angelina Jolie's playing in Hackers that like looks like a terrible game to play. I, I love Hackers because just for the one scene where they go, check out my new modem, it's 28K. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or when they're talking about the specs of her new laptop and I think the RAM was like 64K or something like yeah. that. I, I love looking back at everything Hollywood thought computers could do. Yep. You know. Well, all hacking is done by graphical avatars that are bouncing through a Mario-esque level, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and the computer just, just gives you two or three minutes to figure it out, just to be to fair. You avoid <laughs> yeah. those red blocks, because that would be security guards or something figuring out where you're going. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, um, it was really cool. It was a lot of fun, um, especially to play, like, pinball is something that you can't, I mean, yeah. you go to some of these arcades, you won't, there's no pinball in Dave and Buster's. No, you got to go to an old time pizzeria. Yeah, yeah. and hopefully, or the place in the, and, and, Beach. and you know what? If if these people have a pinball machine still hanging around, I guarantee you it doesn't work. Because here, even at California Extreme, where the people who own the machines are literally usually standing right by them, I mean, so proud, like wiping them down and being like, you know, I got this the sweet pinball machine. Like I want people to see it, and they let your grubby hands all over them. Yeah, well, their hands are pretty grubby too. So. Okay, <laughs> but uh. 
still, there were multiple machines that, you know, the guys had flipped open and are, are working on fixing and swapping out the, the flippers and yeah, well, I can't, parts I, in. I got, you, you figure parts have got to be hard to come by these days. Yeah, I mean, well, who still makes pinball parts? Not here, parts? because all the people that make pinball parts were actually there selling. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> so that that's the one good thing. But uh, I had a lot of fun. It was really cool. Um, it's the best game you played. I got to play uh, best game I played. Or games. Yeah. Um, so pinball machines, like I went and found all the pinball machines that I remember. The pinball machines I remember were like Terminator 2. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I vaguely have a recollection of like F-14 Tomcat, hmm. which Do you was remember a pinball machine. Black Knight? I love Black Knight. That I, was I, by far the best pinball. I didn't, I didn't see a Black Knight, but I played Medieval Madness. No, 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 no. We need to have a Black Knight Brothers oh. moment. Oh, yeah, Did yeah. Did you actually play the Black Knight? I can still sing the theme song from Black Knight. <laughs> it was so epic. You've got the power. Yeah. I don't know if I had a Black Is it like the, the, the Black Knight, the, the Martin Lawrence movie? Right, black. Dare, not that how one. Dare you, sir? <laughs> how dare you? There, there's like three good memories from my childhood, and Black Knight is one of them. And there's a Martin Lawrence, and you just besmirched it. Yeah. it, sir. I didn't. Martin Lawrence did. No. Let's be honest. No. You want to take it up with him? It was the like you could get three balls going at the same Multi-ball, time. Sure. Uh-huh. It was. Oh. Remember so, Pinbot? But, but, oh yeah. Pinbot? And then uh, Bride of Pinbot too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't see any of those yeah. either. I played some Medieval Madness. I really liked that, and I did really well on that one. So that that one sticks in my mind. Adam's Family was a pinball oh, machine yeah, that yeah. I played a lot of. And Twilight Zone Ooh. pinball, which was cool. Um, they had like a Jurassic Park machine, which was cool. They were selling. They had a Doctor Who pinball. Didn't like really the Jurassic cool. Park one because it was a gun. You pulled the trigger instead Same of actually with Terminator Two. Instead of actually yeah. like being mm. able to control how much spring right. action you it put into like it. A, it was just digit like a, yeah. just shoots. Did you ever see the Indiana Jones pinball game? They had that yeah. one, yeah. yeah, with the whip. You know the Easter egg in that one? Mm-mm. Well, you know, the, the launcher for that one is also a gun. It's like Indy's revolver, and there's like different mini-games based on different scenes from the movies, the first three movies, and one of them is beating the swordsman guy who you see on the screen twirling a sword around. If you just reach down and pull the trigger during that mini-game, you instantly win. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Super cool. I need oh. to go find one now. Yeah. <laughs> they have one um, in a pizza parlor in our town. I'm going to go try it. <laughs> Indiana Jones? Yeah, they have the really? Indiana Jones pinball machine in a pizza parlor. Nice. So pinball was cool to see. But, uh, so not only that, but we saw pinball machines from, it had to have been the, I don't know, what's, when, when did they first start making pinball machines? Like they were so old, they didn't have digital readouts. They had flip style lettering and the score only had four digits. That's the highest score you can get because you know nobody would ever think of getting a score well, higher than inf- inflation. Right? Yeah, like points are po- right? points are so much easier to come yeah. by nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, you launched the ball here. Here's ten million. Right. So yeah. Right. So there's some. So it was really cool to see some of these really old ones. There were also some. These were fascinating. Really old. Uh, I don't even know how to describe them. They were the type of games that were like mechanical, almost like games where it's like you shoot like a light shooting game but it was you were shooting real things like there was a a bear a game where you hunt a bear and you have a gun and you shoot the the bear little bear toy is in a cabinet (laughs) and it's walking around a track like a train track and you shoot the light on his edge and he stops and turns at you and like you have to shoot him again that was amazing like to see these really old things they had an original pong machine (laughs) straight up real pong and then Space War, which oh, yeah. Space War was like oh, the yeah. first kind of commercial. Mm-hmm. This is before they had 
um, like joysticks or anything. Like all there was was buttons. Everything was buttons. But it was a it was a space war machine. I played Rachel in some space war, which was nice. cool. And then they had a lot of a uh, you know several different Pac Man variants, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Played got my Pac Man on. They had Pac Man baby Pac Man, which is like you play the the game, but then there's a pinball. Right, right, yeah. It. So that really? was really cool. It was cool to see all this stuff. There was a couple newer stuff. I mean, they had some Hydro Thunders. They had all those San Francisco Rush. Rachel and I played the Terminator 2, like, gun game. Oh, yeah, That yeah. was something that we both remembered. Did you get to beat it since it was... No, because we gave up. Because stupid... Uh, Sounds like you're you. Fighting, <laughs> you're fighting uh, the T-1000 in front of the truck. Okay. And you have to shoot the truck to make the liquid coolant and bring his, his um, temperature down. It we, doesn't matter how... We're just sitting there shooting forever at the truck, dumping him with stuff. His health would never go down fast enough, and then he would run off, and it would come all the way back. We did it for about 15 minutes, that oh. one level. Wow. And we even so stuck it's un, through... So it's unbeatable. I, it's just, I, I don't know. Like a baby. <laughs> Eternal quarters. Because I played that on the Sega, and we could beat it then. But yeah, this was like a thing where yeah, you had to keep throwing quarters in to do this, and I could see it just... you know. And there were parts where... There were other levels, earlier levels, where... Like he was, you're John Connor's in the SWAT van and T1000's in a helicopter. He flies down, and if he touches the tr- the van, it game over. Damn. So we just kept like repeating it. We kept dying on that. We finally won that. We get to the point where, and we're both like, we we can't do this. Like we're there are other games here, Terminator Two. <laughs> like, need to win. And I went back to see if like somebody else and no, like there were some other guys that have gotten to that point and they just left too. They were like, I forget. <laughs> So we didn't beat that one, but um, uh, there was a lot of really cool games. There's a lot of cool uh, cocktail games. Oh, nice. So we got oh, to yeah, sit yeah. and play some cocktail Dig Dug. <laughs> and then they had some crazy Japanese games. They had some uh, Japanese pachinko. They had this bongo game that was str- – everything was in Japanese, so I have no idea what it said. It was <laughs> Mambo Japanese letters. <laughs> um, but it, you play bongos to nice. like a rhythm mm-hmm. game, and they had some Beat Mania and um, played some Spy Hunter, uh, played yeah. some Star Wars, Vector Graphics Star nice. Wars. I love that one. Oh, yeah. Used yeah. to play that one all the time. Back at Super Bear, remember? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I think that's gone now. Yeah, I heard Super Bear closed recently. Really too bad. That yeah, was a that was a good one. Like, their prizes were like like a crock pot. You could like <laughs> trade in your tickets for like a set of like, this is later years maybe. Yeah. I don't remember <laughs> as a kid, but like we went back up there recently and yeah. Someone did a nice write up of the place. Somebody who just like vacationed at Big Bear for a weekend. They did a nice, you know, like four page write up of Super Bear Arcade with pictures and everything. I'll send it to you if I can oh, find cool, it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to read that. yeah. You know what I miss Memories. arcade game wise is uh, the, those, you know, quote unquote holographic games they, they made like two oh, of. Like yeah. Time Traveler was the one. And then there was this other one that I only saw in one place one time called Holoceum, which was a, a fighting game, sort of, but like a laser disc based fighting game. So, yeah. Yeah. They, so they had um, they had like Dragon's Lair, Space oh, yeah, Space, yeah. Dragon's Lair mm-hmm. Two. They had this was really cool. They had a game there called The Act, and it was it's actually a modern game. It's a modern animated uh, kind of like Dragon's Lair, where you know huh. you're kind of picking <clears throat> between things to do. All, the animation was all done by ex Disney guys. Oh really? And the game company made it, and then they went out of business, and they never actually produced the cabinet. They produced ten cabinets total. Oh, whoa. And somehow somebody had one of these. It had to have been the most, you know, wow. the rarest thing there. That yeah, sounds um, like a holy no, grail. No, probably not. There's probably way rarer stuff there now that I think about it. But this thing was, you know, there was, there was basically this is one of the only places you probably could have seen it. And it was a really cool-looking game. Like, fluid animation. You know, it was, it was past that point where had, had Dragon's Lair-type games 
been really big and they kept making them, we would have had the technology to totally even get past what those games could have been. And the, all the transitions were perfectly seamless, like you never saw the screen flash or anything. <laughs> it was it was really cool. It was it was definitely an experience, and it was it was sort of bittersweet too because a lot of this stuff was steeped in the eighties and early nineties, yeah. and um, you know it's not like. That's never going to happen again. There's yeah. there's no reason for a kid nowadays because he has, you know, I went to the arcades when I played NES days because the arcades gave me something that the that the home console could never do. Right. It was so like, oh my gosh, the graphics in arcades are always so crazy and mm-hmm. so good. And we come home and we play our games here and now it's like there's... Although, you know, the last time I was over at Disneyland, um, I don't know if they still have this. I think they, they might be either have just stopped doing it or maybe they're just about to. But that uh, that Electronica show they have for Tron, yes. they have that, that uh, mock-up of Flynn's Arcade and they have a bunch of old arcade games in there. And I went in there and I saw, you know, five and six and eight-year-old kids playing all the games I did at that yeah, age right. and enjoying them. There was know. a lot of kids at this event and there was a lot of dads who brought step stools nice. so they could like put down and their kids could step on it and nice. actually see yeah. the screen. They had a Simpsons arcade oh yeah nice. and they had i wish you would have been there gates straight up like street fighter 2 championship edition I stand-up arcade beat you no you would have died so i, I would beat you and they had primal rage too. <laughs> wow primal rage that was pretty good was cool. yeah. i live that game yeah. actually you, you, fought, you fought dinosaurs oh yeah. people oh yeah totally totally oh no no wait what's the one i'm thinking about? carnage Oh, rampage. Yeah. No, rampage. 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 How did they not have rampage? That's what about. my dreams look like. If you had a little like telescope <laughs> into my mind. Yeah. Just, just punching buildings. Yeah, just me <laughs> as a monster, like effing up buildings. Did they have any Michael Jackson moonwalker? Oh, yeah. Michael Jackson's moonwalker. My birthday one year, me me and two of my friends played all the way through that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, they had Michael Jackson moonwalker. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of games. So I took a couple pictures. We'll be sure to get those up. But uh, the other cool thing is I totally bought... um, they, They were selling their... All the parts for arcades machines like the you know they've got the bumper i mean there was a guy who had like all the leds he's like hey you could trick out your arcade cabinet with buying my leds they were selling original um the like the marquees for for arcade machines so you could buy the the, the game that you had Mm -hmm. they just switch them out of the cabinet yeah exactly Mm -hmm. we totally bought two of those to like just put up which was pretty cool so I got. We wanted to get a Pac-Man one, but we're gonna. We couldn't find a Pac-Man one we liked. So I ended up getting uh, two of them. One of them that's really iconic, Joust. Oh, I yes. was gonna say. I was totally gonna cut you and off. Hold on. You guys talk amongst yourselves. Talk about the test. I I played Joust as a kid on my NES, and I was so bummed on it because it was like one of the bargain bin games. Like it wasn't. It wasn't like <laughs> Zelda. It wasn't like the fifty. It did. It did. Yeah. So in their arcade series. So yeah. Nice. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Beautiful. But yeah, so I was bummed on it because it was like a lesser game. It wasn't very deep, but we right. would just have epic tournaments. Joust like is great. And this is a very, like this image is very classic of an arcade that yeah. you'd walk yeah. in. Right. Then I bought one of a game that I really, really played a lot of because I really liked it. So I got 1943. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. wow. And Vi- plus the artist. You know what? Visual aids on a podcast are lit. Totally li- play. Yeah, no. Are, 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 Those look amazing. I can vouch for that. <laughs> four out of four people. <laughs> so now I'm, I'm going to be looking. I, I told her, I told my wife, there's, there's, because we want to kind of do a triptych three thing to hang them up but it's either pac-man a good pac-man one 
or which the reason why we didn't buy the Pac-Man, they actually have the original original Pac-Man with the logo Pac-Man, but the little drawing of him is not Pac-Man. It's with like the two legs, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a little mm. bit weird. I know that's the original, but it's a little bit weird. It's it's to find a good Pac-Man or a Donkey Kong. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Because those would be kind of those to me synonymous enough with classic arcade gaming and also meaningful in that I played a bunch of them. So they have Centipede. You play Centipede? They had a lot of Centipede. That's my favorite. Yeah, they arcade. had they had several Centipedes, and it's crazy when you get those games where they have you know where a trackball. Track yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. they you know because that's another one of those things. That, like I had it on the NES, but I it's not the had, same. Um, um, Atari. Yeah, but yeah. it's not the same. It's not the, the same. Ball. Yeah, and they had more games there than I. That I could even see or even get around to playing. So yeah, and it was cool. They ended up having uh, some concerts that were going on during it. So one of the rooms at the Hyatt, they had a bunch of nerd bands there cool. playing chiptune music, and <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It was I very cool. Go so next year. yeah, if anybody uh, is ever interested, it is. I, I highly recommend it. it costs like forty dollars for us to go for the one day. Not bad. It's open from ten thirty till two in the morning. So there's like enough time to get while you're playing out. It's a bit of a drive. Still have to drive like six hours, seven hours, but where'd you say it was? Santa Clara. Santa Clara. That's San right. Jose. Yeah, yeah. So I guess unless you live there, in which case it wouldn't be much of a drive. Th- at all. No, <laughs> then there's no reason why you shouldn't be going to that. And you know, f- especially for us, it is really a cool kind of magical thing. I I, yeah. I, I could see for kids, it would be like a wow, this is like a time machine going back <laughs> to a time that I don't remember. But <laughs> for us, it's it, it, for me, it was definitely very cool to, yeah. to see some of that stuff. So. Sweet. Um, yeah, so, Phil. Yes. At this point in the show, why don't we talk about a fact that comes from Phil, which we like to call a Phil fact. So, in, uh, in keeping with the theme of the evening, I brought along a visual aid for tonight's fun oh. fact. <laughs> <laughs> that worked well for you, huh? Then? A, ba- well, yeah. a bag is crinkling. Crinkling bag. From it emerges... A vinyl record. A record. Oh. Anyone like to read the title? Yeah, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, it's what is this? It's a vinyl record. Since we're on old-fashioned things, okay. it's a vinyl, you put it on a little thing and it spins. So it's a, a CD. Meal. It's like a CD, but it's bigger. What? Why would it need to be bigger? It holds more space. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> a CD. Lots How much space does it hold? Uh, about 10 songs. Can you... MP3s? Uh, <laughs> because that wouldn't be very big. Right. How do you put more data on it? Um, you buy another one. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds stupid. <laughs> All right, so you have a vinyl record. This is a 10-inch one. And let here, me, let I'm going to have our, okay, have our yeah, guest yeah. read uh, the, the title here. Uh, it's a yellow record a yellow record case. Looks like it was drawn in the 50s and says, pardon my bloop. Uh, bloopers? Bloop? Uh, there's, a, yep. there's a price tag there. Blooper. Oh, yeah. yeah. The price tag is important, but okay. we'll get to that. Uh, and then oh wait 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 uh, here we go upper upper ah yes okay it's it's an album of radio and TV's most hilarious boners <laughs> <laughs> yes yes it is now I didn't just bring this along because how of the do you record. get a boner on a well <laughs> it's interesting uh, back in the day that was actually uh, referred to it, it actually meant like a mistake yeah a <clears throat> uh, my fun fact is this actually this exact <clears throat> record which I got for. 99 cents, as you can see on the price tag here. Um, this is the first ever, and I found this out after the fact. I just bought it because it was funny, <laughs> you, yeah. but I looked it up later. It's the first ever collection of recorded media bloopers oh. ever. In fact, the guy that collected that uh, put it together, his name is Kermit Schaefer, says on the front there, he invented the word blooper oh. for these collections. 
So there's my fun fact. Nice. So what, have you listened to this? I have. Do you have a USB turntable? Are these not the most hilarious bloopers ever? They're probably radio's funniest ones. Is it like? Is it like somebody going like? And today the economic crisis. It's very much like that. Like like one of them they introduced President Farrell George. Oh, I need to die. Did you ever see fun. the uh, the old Batman comic where they keep talking about boners? Yes. yes. That, that's <laughs> yeah. well, not to mention the fact that a whole entire character on uh, Growing Pains was named Boner. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But that's how they got away with it because that's the old-fashioned uh, meaning. Oh, yeah. So yeah. how did you – so what would be really funny is if on here there was just like, you know, an album of radio and TV's most hilarious boners and then <laughs> erections right under that. <laughs> Yeah, that wouldn't have that uh, flown back then, probably. No, probably not. <laughs> 99 cents. How mm-hmm. weird. But that literally is the first collected uh, recorded Dude, media bloopers ever. This <laughs> reads like it's from like a, a, a different country. <laughs> like it, co- it covers an approximate 25-year span hmm, from the early pioneer days of radio. Wow, we're getting the funnies from way back yeah, then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when, you know, who was it? Marconi? Mm-hmm. He the guy that made radio? Well, he is involved. Yeah. yeah. You say something history. just like funny, like accidentally <laughs> called. Hey, I called that knob a twisty by accident. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because nobody had ever heard of it. Yeah. Stupid there was, Marconi, you son of a bitch. <laughs> there was that one famous blooper where the, the guy was hosting some kid's show and he sings his you know theme song. He's uh-huh. like, till next week, kids. Blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, uh, uh, like with the camera, with the, the camera, the mic's still on. He goes, ah, that ought to hold the little bastards. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's on it. Oh. That is actually on here. <laughs> so the material in this recording is authentic and contains types of boners <laughs> there are different types of boners uh-huh. known in radio and tv by varied names such as fluffs spoonerisms slips flubs bloopers etc thanks i guess for explaining <laughs> that in 1870 thomas pope i think the best pope too mm, definitely <laughs> um said to err is human to forgive divine he must have had this in mind for those who spent anguished and painful moments reliving some of these torturous incidents. Wow. That's yep. not very funny. It's 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 funny because of what they thought was funny back right. then. Like, <laughs> although, okay, the one the funniest one that I thought was legitimately still funny was uh it was actually from the BBC and they said, um, are you a natural born citizen? And she's like, Oh no, I was born by Caesarian. <laughs> That's pretty good. <clears throat> that's about a, that's about the highest level of humor that you've got. Ninety nine cents, huh? Now, can you believe the bargain? Ninety nine. No, cents? yeah, I can't believe that anybody would ever sell something that you literally have to go searching for a device to play on. <laughs> it's connected to my computer, so you, you can know, understand that. You can make MP3s Phil, from it. I'm going to terrify you. People look at VHS tapes the same way that, like. You know, even I'm kind of looking at this thing. And I had a record player. You know, like I had one and I had some things on record. Not much, but I had some old things. And I still look at this as kind of like, oh, it's it's a relic. But, you know, it was a viable media. And there are kids that are going to look at CDs and be like, why would you ever play that? (laughs) Jeez. Mm -hmm. You had to put it in something and then you had to, you had to, you could only have what was on that disc. You got to wonder what their kids will be playing. I mean, a, a lot of people are saying that Blu-ray could be the last physical media. I you know. totally think so, because because yeah. uh, it already sort of is. Mm-hmm. Because I don't even buy Blu-rays anymore. 
if it's not streaming, I won't watch it hmm. because there are things streaming that I can watch. Mm-hmm. I think they'll just have them downloaded into their hollow cube that's inserted behind their neck. <laughs> you never know. Right? Uh, yeah, but you're also kind of a like a elite, a techno elitist. Yeah. Like I'm saying, when we get when we blast ourselves back to the Stone Age, we'll have to somehow recreate the technology, and it's going to be easier to recreate that. Oh, so it's going to loop back around, yeah, right? Good, you know. I, I, I've I've heard a story. I, I don't know if it's true or not, but supposedly uh, this is my dad who, who told me this, and he's a pretty smart guy, so I trust him on this. Um, supposedly, there's this one pot in a museum, or uh, or no, it's a jar. And you know how pottery works. You know, you spin the you know you spin the the wheel, uh, the wheel right. around. The ghost and, you know, comes behind you. you end up of course, of course. Sex. But right. but you know while you're doing that, you know you're you're like you know sculpting up and down. And this thing is constantly spinning. And if you're decorating it, then you have a needle that you just hold up to the, the to the jar while it's spinning. Supposedly, somebody got the idea to hold a needle up to this jar with all its grooves on it and spin it around. And when they did that, they could hear a three thousand year old dog barking. Okay, there was an X Files episode about that. Really? Yes, there was. Huh. Remember that one? Yeah. It was in the later no. season. Oh. And it was one was that like when, when T-1000 was the, the yeah. agent? Uh, no, I think it was right before that because okay. Fox was in it. Okay. Mulder, rather. Right. You know what I mean. Yeah. Hey, everybody listening to this show should know when you say, <laughs> well, right. Agent Fox is Mulder. From well, I was just, yeah, exactly. Oh, this show's kind of old now, which is also scary. Yeah. Um, so, but I'm still a little confused. Uh... Phil's fact today is that he is a recording no, no, no. boner. Well, the fact was that that guy <laughs> it was the first one. A that was the first collection, and B he actually created the word blooper. Hmm. Okay. Like he's the one that invented That's that a good word. Fact. Okay, fact. all right, okay. It's a fact. No, all right. That, I just needed clarification. Right. I'm, I'm caught up to date. <laughs> I'm writing this down. I see. I couldn't get over the boner hurdle. Like, I, just, <laughs> I, I could not see past it. You know, that's a, pro- a common problem. I just sorry. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Phil. You're welcome. Back. You're welcome. Um, well, so we're winding this down, but uh, real quick, I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about Comic Con. Oh yes, mm. Comic Con is coming up. The Pillage Cast is going to be at Comic Con. Yes, we are. Programming is now out for Comic Con, so we, you know, everybody's looking over it and deciding what they're going to wait in huge lines for and probably not see. So that's cool. <laughs> you know, you can get your disappointment preloaded. Um, <laughs> Should be good, but, you know, Comic-Con is huge. Comic-Con's been growing and doesn't seem to be stopping its growth. And so um, they're already trying new things out. Let me tell you what's going to be happening at this year's Comic-Con. One of the ways that Warner Brothers is deciding to maybe control some of that crazy traffic is that they are doing, like, raffles for... Autograph signings. Huh. You sign up, and then they raffle off the people that will get to be in line to get an autograph for all their different people. <laughs> so, you know, you've got um, your uh, Game of Thrones, your Big Bang Theory, uh, Thundercats. Do you <laughs> want to get an autograph signing from the new people doing Thundercats? Oh, yeah. yeah. Chuck, mm-hmm. Vampire Diaries, Fringe. Um, you know, I guess this is something you have to do. I, what I wanted to ask you guys is, do you guys care about autographs? I could care less about autographs. Like, what do you do with an autograph? I find them fascinating. 
in the way that like if slash when I am ever uh, you know famous or powerful or anything, I know you know people are gonna ask me for my autograph and it's gonna piss me the fuck off. <laughs> so, so that's why I never at, like if I see a celebrity like I've run in you know like Brett. Oh hey, there's Brad Pitt over there. I don't want to bother him. I you know? like, like like I try to avert my eyes. It's just like how would I want to be treated if I were in their position? I don't want to get bugged for just to write my no. I'm not gonna write my name <laughs> on anything for you. Well, all right. So, yeah, this goes back to the paparazzi thing, you know. It's like they they, they say it's it's really hard for for you know major stars to remember some some of them to remember to just that every single person who comes up to you, even though it happens to you fifty times a day, it's a once in a lifetime thing for them. Right. You know. See, I I will give anyone my autograph that wants it because if they are asking for it and if you know that then I'm I'm kind of assuming that it's something they want. I don't have any problem with that. I don't care to have the autograph of even the person that I, I well, that I, would, I admire the most. I would rather a have picture a picture with them. I would have a yeah. ha- I would rather yeah. have a handshake. Just right. a, handshake a good old American great. handshake. I, I would love to handshake them just say, "Listen, I appreciate what it is you do. If you wouldn't mind, could I take a quick picture with you? Thumbs up, you know, me and, you know, yeah. Sir Nicholas of Cage, you know, <laughs> that would be great." Um uh. but autographs. Like I don't even I don't. What would I do with Cage's autograph? Like I'd be like, all right, so You'd sleep with it in your pillow. Signed it. Yeah. Signed, listen, my love notwithstanding, I don't even. I don't even know if I would care about having just a written name. On. I the the part that I trip on when I've seen like when I went down like the autograph alley with all like the quasi celebrities, yeah, yeah. it's like wow, this is like a like a prostitute relationship right here where it's like. If I give you money, you'll do what I what right. I want. You'll, kind of. you'll you'll give me a small piece of you. I guess, <laughs> but it's like the most worthless piece. I think autographs are obsolete now that anyone can take a picture. Yeah, it's yeah, true. Right? Yeah, because uh, back, back I, in you're the day, right. You're a right. Picture was a lot more you're valuable. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, well, back yeah. in the day, you know, an autograph was you know the best proof you'd ever had that you met this person. Right. And now, you know what's absolutely. great about that too is that they can't stop me from taking a picture of them from afar. They'll try to at Comic Con. Yeah, but they can't. I, I got, got one pictures of Mark of, Hamill last year, and they were like, "Move along." Move I got along. I got a picture of Leonard Nimoy just by holding my camera yep. up when I was walking past and took a picture. I'm like, that's old-ass Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> I would rather have my whatever I'm buying without someone writing all over it. I don't know why that, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'd rather have my CD or my artwork or whatever without them yeah. scribbling all on it. That ruined it. So what's great about that article and that thing is that it doesn't concern me. I don't care. Like, I don't need to go wait. I guess it's great that they're making everybody go wait in some line to then get the raffles to then be able to wait in line to get an <laughs> autograph and just make sure those people are out of my way and everything will yeah. cool. The other thing that I did want to say about, uh, about Comic-Con, it's going to be great. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to try to do some cool stuff there. Programming is out, and none of the other panels matter because in Hall H, they, Sony is showing off some of their wares, and one of those is the new Ghost Rider movie with Mr. Nicolas Cage there. Oh, oh I didn't know they were doing another one. Nice. Yeah, they are. They made it into Hall H with that garbage? Yeah. <laughs> they bought their way into yeah. Hall H with that garbage. No, you, when you're Nicolas Cage, Nicolas Cage yeah. had to sell you walk into Comic-Con, and Comic-Con says, Sir, 
Where may we assist you? See, I, I, I never got all the hate for Nicolas Cage, you know? Thank I, you. <laughs> what? Thank okay. you. I don't think Nicolas Cage. Yeah, I mean, okay, well, you know, Wicker Man, but I, I think when it comes to movies, people just blame whoever's in front of the camera, and not everyone really understands. They're just, you know, going up in front of the camera and saying whatever they're paid to say, you know? I mean, here's, it's like... Here's the crux of my argument. Any movie he's in doesn't stand the test of time. Like, you go back and you watch these movies, and they are never as... Like, when you watch them the summer, in the heat of the moment when they came out, they were legitimate action movies. When you go back and watch them, like, four or five years later, they become kitschy little memories in which, oh, hey, Nicolas Cage is is trying to act right now. See, I I think The Rock still holds up. Yeah, The Rock is great. Okay, do you know why, though? Because Sean Connery hasn't aged since 1972. (laughs) If you go back and look at a picture of him then, he looks exactly as he does now. Now, that evened it out. And you add Ed Harris, and yeah, we we come over. That was a good movie. The Rock, yes. And Nicolas Cage was awesome in it. Face Off? Face Off is great. No. Face Off is great be- for its kitsch off of one kitsch <laughs> value. No, when it came out, it raising was Arizona. Yeah, you, no. raising Arizona definitely. I'm just, leaving Las Vegas. Okay, whenever I see Nicolas Cage on the screen, it's never oh hey, there's the character that he's playing. It's no, there's Nicolas Cage stumbling his way through some lines right now. No, you know I, he, I am also going to stand up for Face Off. Real to yeah. di- okay watching it back then, yes, it was legitimate. Today, do you think it holds the same amount of weight then as it does now? A, a, a lot of the John Woo sort of style has become cliche, but, you know, at the time, you know. Okay, then how about, all right, so if Con he's... Con Air? Con Air's great. Con Air <laughs> is still entertaining, but it's not as, it doesn't uh, have the same, really like, weight. You old Nick Cage movie that doesn't sound awesome. I can, right. I can come I, up with some. He's, okay, he's just a really bad actor. Like, oh, it, like as soon as he enters the screen, all suspension of disbelief is out the window. So it's not, you know, it's like, I've seen George Clooney play a lot of different characters, and each time he plays a new character, I yeah, believe... but I never want him to play he, any other character than Nick Cage. <laughs> That's the best character a person can play. It's like Michael Scott always opens the scene with a gun because there's nothing better. Nothing tops gun. <laughs> nothing tops Nick Cage. He walks in... There's no character better to handle it than Nick Cage. Yeah, I guess if you want Nick Cage in your movie, you hire Nick Cage. I mean, you know. There you I, go. <laughs> I'm sorry. He just ruins everything that he's in. That's all. Nah. That's it. He makes everything better. Wicker Man would have sucked with anyone in it. Yeah. yeah. And Wicker Man is I mean, legitimately awesome because he's insane in that movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, we've all seen. Actually, have you seen the mashup someone did with, like, Nicolas Cage in 8mm, you know, watching, but instead of watching the movie from 8mm, <laughs> he's, he's watching Wicker Man, and you just see his reactions. You just, like, you know, face palming and cringing. And <laughs> the best thing you could do is just watch all of the scenes from Wicker Man that people have cut out with just Nicolas Cage in it. And he, it's just him screaming. At people and punching women mm-hmm. and getting and bees on his face. Running around in a bear suit. In a bear suit, yeah. on a bike. <laughs> yeah. Great. Uh, uh, but we did get a comment on our Facebook that uh, that is appropriate here. Um, it said that I was enjoying the Pillage Cast. I was recently moved on to it. I was, I was listening to 50 McNuggets immensely until I heard someone, anyone in the world, declare their love for Nicolas Cage. Um, no, sorry. Can't listen anymore. Uh, <laughs> you see what which, you're doing to our show? But I responded by saying, well, if it helps, only two out of the three members of the Pillage Cast, uh, two out of the three members agree with you. Um but seriously, Nick Cage is the national treasure, and then I thought that was funny. <laughs> so that was all just a build-up to talk about how witty your online Facebook post no. was? I mean, it came from the Pillage cast, so technically it could have been any of us. Well, it was you. If you're listening out there now, it was Josh. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. I, 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 He's just know. a piss-poor actor. I'm sorry. 
He's I, not believable in any of his roles. Every, I believe that, every time that he's everyone, on, on screen that he is Nicolas Cage. I, okay, I never every, have a problem. Everyone suggested I watch shit. Adaptation, and I watched like 20 minutes of it, and I literally... I, That's because Meryl Streep was in it. Okay, this is the other reason I'll stand up for Face Off is because I really did like the way that Nicolas Cage and John Travolta aped each other's characters. You know, I thought that was nice. I, I thought it showed some I, range. On I both thought their parts. it was great when I saw it originally, but when you might like, I'm not saying that they're all terrible movies. They do have some redeeming qualities, but it's like they have a half life. That after uh, after yeah, a couple it's like of 5, years, years, yeah. No. All, all I'm saying is he doesn't always play Nicolas Cage. Sometimes he plays John Travolta. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, thank you. Brilliant, boy. That that's yeah. a that's the most damning. Thing yeah. he's, he's so sometimes dude, he's John Travolta. He's right? so good at that. No, totally. Oh. All right, give give this man his. That, yeah, that wins yeah. Pillage Cast you, you, Award for best yeah. thing tonight. You get you get to rant on whatever topic you deem fit now, please, sir. The mic is yours. Um. <laughs> so, hey, that brings up another point. We have a Facebook page. So if anybody's listening to our Facebook page and wants to interact with us, because I mentioned the Facebook page. Oh, I thought it was a face off. Face off on our Facebook page. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so hit hit up the Facebook. They should thumb us, please. They should. (laughs) (laughs) Or you could plus one us if you're in the Google. Ooh, are uh, you in the club? uh, I think pretty much everyone is, but if you're not, we have invites. (laughs) Uh, yeah, hit us up on our Facebook page. Um, pluggy plugs. Let's let's plug some stuff out here. Um, Mr. Mr. Ryan Graff, sir. Oh, what's a plug? What do you have to plug? Uh, well, um, I have a Droid mobile app that I'm the head editor for. Uh, it's called Zigzag Stories. It's a bunch of branching kids' books that I cannot call choose-your-own-adventure books because that term is copyrighted. <laughs> for um, legal reasons. Yeah. But, but, but can uh, you... Select a journey. You know, as a matter of fact, yes, you can. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah, but I'm the, uh, the, he- the head editor for all these different stories. Uh, I've written one of them myself. It's called Squall and the Great Sphinx. Is it like an app that you get and then you can download within the app? That's right, yeah. Okay. yeah. So you can look for cool. your story in there? Yeah, and the, the, the stories are all sold in uh, like really cheap bundles. I think they're like you know 50 cents a story or so most times. It, it varies a little by age group, but it varies by like a dime. And uh, yeah. So check What's that, that out. What's that called again? Uh, Zigzag Stories. Zigzag, one word. Um, and it's for droid phones right now. Uh, eventually, we're branching it out to uh, to iPhones as well. Right. But, uh, cool. Yeah. That's great. Because that's I, awesome. like, I really cool. thought it was a dying art form. And I think more kids but need to... But think about a touch. like That's uh, kind of perfect for yeah. Yeah. this yeah. interface. Right. That, and, and it's something that people don't think about now. Like Every situation I encounter, I think about what page will come after I make this decision. <laughs> like In right. real life, Like it really kind of you know, guides... Like, how I make my decision. The problem with that is, is that you can't hold your finger on it and like, <laughs> skip, 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 and then be like, oh, yeah. the ninja killed me. Never mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't mean that really. Yeah. Oh, dragon ate me. Oh, you're Those a cheater. Great. You cheat. Oh, well, did, did you ever pl- read the uh, the old Zork? Uh, you know, yes. Th- d- you know how it would like stick fake choices in there, and if you pick them, then the, the book calls you out for cheating and gives you like a rock bottom score and just tells you to throw <laughs> the book away. Here's the yeah. thing. Here's my problem with uh, with choose your own adventures. If you don't play it that way, for me, that is that is five minutes of entertainment that's now done. It's like, all right, so you start on the path. All right, what are you going to do? I'm going to climb the tree. You climb the tree and you fall and you're dead fun close it up let's go play a video game i guess like if you're not gonna let me cheat 
well, then your product <laughs> is out me, quick. It's not because I make the wrong decision immediately. <laughs> but it's not just it's to me. I had to complete the book. If I didn't read every page in the book, I didn't. Well, you read the those book. pages just sequentially. It's no, no. <laughs> Why the hell are they fighting a banshee in? I thought we were going to school. And, oh, okay. Yeah, I get no, it. That, that's uh, one of my responsibilities as editor is to write, you know, these guidelines for for new authors, so that you know when you have this sort of choice structure, the choices oh, that the player makes are you know kind of fair, and the player has some kind of idea of what they're getting into. You know, you, you don't want to say, okay, you see two doors, the red one and the blue one. Which one do you pick? And the red one is a death trap. You know, right. you, you don't want to do that. So you want to give the player an idea of you know what their surroundings are. It's basically like basically like you know running a tabletop game you know you, right, yeah. right. you, you want to give all the, the players the information that their characters would have and then you know let them decide what their characters do right. that's cool very cool so that's zigzag stories zigzag stories you need to get me one of them androids <laughs> I'm gonna upgrade my flip phone yeah <laughs> your Nokia or what do you have right. what do you have a Casio I don't know something it's just Verizon brand <laughs> <laughs> it's the generic brand of phone I gotcha <laughs> Phil what uh, I got kidswithgaseatfree.com. That's my webcomic. Okay. Got uh, braxcomics.com. Gotcha. Another webcomic. Hey, they're doing jokes about podcasting. Yeah. 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 Now we're talking about Comic Con, though, too. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's good for tonight. Comics. Okay. Go read them. Cool. Uh, I got Gates Hates on Twitter. Um, also, we're going to be asking questions of these people at, yes. at the Comic Con. Um, I, I we did get we did get some of that already in from a from our user oh, our I good favorite user s dot Connolly. Well, well, I haven't I'll seen bust that yet. It out okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Comic Con, but he did send us a a you know he doesn't get to go because he lives right. too far away. So what he do gave, you, yeah? He gave us the question to ask. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So, if anyone else wants to yeah, send I, in, I guess maybe I can say it so that we can maybe give people ideas. Right. Shoot. Go ahead. So what he wants us to ask is he wants us to go find somebody in like an Ewok costume or. <laughs> Some sort of like any animal costume, and then ask them about their furry fetish, <laughs> and see what they do. Right? Can I right. stand behind Gates when we ask that? I'm, yeah, yeah. No, that's I'm fine. I'm gonna be far you know, away. Ewoks have spears. <laughs> exactly. They're also crotch height. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know. No, uh, but yeah, okay. So if you guys have other questions that you want to, and I, as I was saying, I affectionately refer to them as nerds. I am a nerd. Everyone's a nerd in their own little vein or genre. Sure. <laughs> um, so what do you want to hear these people talk about? Yeah, what do you, what I'm, type of audio do you want? I'm gonna us just to get. Yeah, I'm just gonna be show you rampaging around trying to ask people random questions so what what do these people need to answer about yeah, keep that stuff sent in to us or if you just want me to like yell comments at people i can do that too <laughs> like i'm real good at that so yeah as thought like, we'll make sure that we get on that and if you've got even a few more you want us to i will do a neckbeard count and I'll call people neckbeard. You will their run face. out of let numbers. Yeah. <laughs> no. Right. Right. You, you'll. You'll. You need to I, some sort of device. I wonder if can... Matt Benson is going to be their messiah because the beard on his face is really a neckbeard. Like if you saw where it started, it started out as a neckbeard, and then the it just of... it just kind of like affected his face. It like grew so it was like a comb over, but from his neck. Matt, do you hear this? I don't know. Matt's going to be there, which we. Can... I'm saying he can be their leader. <laughs> he does have the fa- most famous beard. That's right? what. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it's true. His, and it started out as a true neck beard, and it just he combed it up over his face. <laughs> so that'll there there'll be that too. 
I might also. try to make fun of Matt Benson until he fights me, but I don't. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on the Twitter sphere at PillageCast, and you can hit up our website at Pillage or www.pillagecast.com. You can send us an email. This is what I was getting to. Send us those questions that Gates was talking about or any other questions that you want us to answer or anything that you want us to talk about or if you just want to comment at You're giving us. them too many options, man. Look, write words on the screen and send them to ask at pillagecast.com and we will read them and hopefully they will make some sort of sense. But even if not, it doesn't matter. We, hit, we once had an email about our legs and, you know. That was my favorite one. Yeah, so... Um, Hit us up on that. Also, we do have that Facebook page. Any comments you want to leave there, we can talk about on the show and give us some likes. And, yeah, I think that's about it for the it. episode. All right. 24. Mr. Graff, thank you so much for being here. Oh, We're thank you, guys. We're excited that we got you on a real show. Hmm. So you could see how it kind of goes. It felt good to have another Ryan here. <laughs> yeah. Do you it, like that? I did. You it, feel like, like your numbers are bolstered. Uh, yeah, I just feel safe. You gotcha. Guess you spell it the same? I believe so. What R-Y-N? other spellings R-Y-N. are for Ryan? There's lots of them. Like what? R-I-A-N. If someone, I've never actually seen that. I've yes. heard of that, but... If someone has that, you punch oh, wow. them in the face. On my floor in college, Ryan Murn. No, you punched their parents in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Don't worry. <laughs> R-I-A-N. Okay, do so do people else? ever call you Brian? Sometimes. Especially on the phone. Oh, uh, yeah. Like if, if I have to introduce myself in a teleconference, mm. like, uh, uh, Brian... Or that happened a lot more as a kid. Uh, that and, a lot of teleconferences as a kid. Well, no, well, getting no called Brian. guys, but your name is part of that name. Like your name is just the, the end part of the right. Name, no, no, our, our name declared independence in 1864. <laughs> Thank you. Right um, from B. I, <laughs> actually, B. there were 16 Ryan's in my graduating class of high school, so everyone just had to go by their last name. Right. Thus, the Gates moniker. Yeah, nice. So. Our, that us calling you that is not new to you. It's how I'm known in most circles, actually. Mm-hmm. Very few people call me Ryan. I don't mind it, but I'm just saying, like, like if you say Gates, there's people... a lot of Joshes too, and, and that worked. You know, it, we did kind of the same thing until the Matrix came out, and then uh, you know the Mr. Anderson thing. Mr. Real old. <laughs> I know a girl with the last name Schwartz. She, oh, she hated spaceballs. <laughs> to this day, she... Uh. Wow. Every, everyone yeah. bears their burden. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and I know a guy named Luke. <laughs> I have a son uh, named yeah, Luke. Yeah, you have a, oh, yeah, a son yeah. named Luke. Middle name Skywalker. I told him that was a bad idea. But, you know, just heading him off at the pass, really. And it's like, listen, if you're going to get this. Josh, this outro is getting away from I'm you. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yes. So episode thank you. 24. Yeah, guys, thank you for being on the show. Episode thank 24 you. of the Pillage Cast, and we are done. <laughs> <laughs>